Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course, you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with MyBookie. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Well, guys, you know, when I started this podcast, all I wanted to do back in 2014 was talk about how Ole Miss football was good now. Uh, Ole Miss had beat Alabama. They're going to the Peach Bowl. Um, you know, it seemed like a good time to be an Ole Miss fan. It seemed like everything was looking up. Fast forward to now, five years later, uh, and really every day since then has been a, a further series of embarrassment after embarrassment as a little Miss fan and uh, just in general. And this ad that I'm about to read right now is no different. Basically, I'm here to tell you that today on the podcast, support for the show is coming from Manscaped, number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So uh, I'm supposed to talk about a time when I injured myself, um, you know, during a personal grooming routine. I don't have a story about that. I can't say I've ever experienced that. But if you have, there's no need for that to go on any longer. And here's why. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology the trimmer won't nick or snag your delicate bits. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Another thing, why would you use the same trimmer on your downstairs area that you use on your face? That is uh, pretty nasty. Just doesn't make sense. Um, so there, there's no need to keep doing that, guys. In addition, Manscaped has also created the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorants on your armpits, so why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Here's the deal. You can get 20% off plus free shipping. All you got to do, head on over to manscaped.com. Use our promo code armchair, all one word, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, and you're going to get that great deal. Get the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. That's it, guys. Let's uh, let's let's end the embarrassment that is this ad and continue the embarrassment that is being an Ole Miss fan. Let's get on to the show. That's that rebel music. 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 That's that r
Nine Sharks After Dark, your weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is Ole Miss Athletics. I'm your host, Justin Sanders, back from a two-week hiatus. Took the bye week off, took last week off as well. I forgot I was going on vacation, so I uh, told John, we're just going to have to wait. Just going to have to wait until after this uh, this big Auburn game. Did not get to see it, but I got my co-host, John Stefanczyk, here with me. Uh, here he's going to catch me up on uh, everything that's going on. Very exciting world of Matt Luke and his team. So what's up, John? How's it going, man? It is good. So Austin Miller's weddings this weekend. I know. I'm bummed I'm not going to be able to make it, but it's exciting. I got a 5 a.m. flight Friday morning out of Logan. Ooh, just, that's, that's early. And we're talking first snow of the year. What's that? Supposed to get married causing damn snow. I mean, it's... <laughs> uh, wait, when's it supposed to snow? Like early in the week? Is it snowing right now? Uh, well, okay, they backed it off. They were saying one to three inches Thursday night. Now, it'll probably be sunny by the time we get there because New England weather is uh-huh. fickle. Uh-huh. But anyway, it's pretty damn entertaining. Pretty hilarious. That's just where the weather sits in terms of, you know. I guess so. Go ahead. It's going to happen. It's going to be, be be a witness to this. Yeah, so. we're proud of them. Congrats. Preliminary congratulations to Austin and Megan. Very exciting times. Oh, it's uh, going to be 58 now in fact. Saturday in Fayetteville. It was supposed to be like 45 at one point. Oh, so there you go. Nothing to worry about. Yeah, we were in uh, we were in Gulf Shores, and I was swimming in the ocean just about four or five days ago. So you know, that's it's 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 November. Yeah. yeah. Well, John, what did I miss? I was completely off the grid on Saturday night. Uh, D- didn't have any cell signal. What what happened? What happened to old Matt Luke and the boys on the planes? Run defense played hard. Um, they held, They stopped Auburn in the red zone a number of times, and Auburn missed uh, three field goals outside of 40 yards, including with two, including with a couple minutes left that actually gave Ole Miss the ball back, down six, chance to win it. Um, outgained two to one, but like I said, Auburn missed three field goals, and they fumbled like at their own at their uh, at hit the Ole Miss 20 at one point. So basically, Ole Miss had a lot of good luck go their way in the yeah, game at the oh, end. They, they, Everything go their way to steal this game, except that Rich Rod ran the most incompetent offense I can I've ever seen like for three quarter, three and a half quarters. I, it made no sense. I was watching very briefly early on in the night before I had to change locations. I, I saw multiple times Plumley throwing short passes that he could not complete. Um, you know, I I mean, it sounds like the play calling was not at all matched to the personnel. Is that fair? Uh. Yeah, we we can spend some time on just how well we've already covered how screwed up this whole thing is. But anyway, um, but what the interesting thing was is, I mean, two minutes left, they got like one or no timeout, no timeouts. Mm-hmm. They put Plumley out there. It's like how's he going to get down the field? Yeah, I guess they're um, thinking because he did it that one time against Cal or whatever, right? Maybe he can just do it again, right? That one pass he had all season that connected yeah, pretty, deep. Yeah, that pass was a, was a illusion a complete fluke yeah i mean that's it he, he it just happened to throw it where somebody was for once here's the thing i mean if they had punched it in i mean you could it was one of those games that you could tell about into the first quarter man if Ole Miss can just get in here with a can punch it in go up seven nothing auburn's gonna have some tight asshole factor going on here mm. and they got a uh, freshman quarterback i mean their offense has a lot to be answered for and they were out some of their good defenders right yeah, they were clearly sleepwalking. I mean, it was there, and mm-hmm. then it looked like Auburn was going to secure it, and then it got 
and then it came back as well, number two. So how how did Ole Miss score the what fourteen points they scored? What 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 was successful on those drives? Uh, they ran. They had some plumbly ball, and they they pieced together a few couple throws. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really don't know where the team goes. I don't remember too much at that point. I was just sitting here going, if they score and get this within a possession, this is gonna be there's gonna be some tight assholes in Jordan Air. It was very amusing. Well, it sounds like a it sounds like a classic Matt Luke story. The game is winnable. Um, you know, you have a chance, and you can't you can't finish the deal. It's happened. What? How many times already this season? Memphis, Cal, A and M, Missouri wasn't necessarily close, but there were times in the game where they weren't completely out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think at this point. It's uh, it's it goes beyond a series of bad luck into. I mean, is it, it, until until it's proven happened. otherwise? It's five times now. It's obviously a trend. Well, it's just it's Luke's identity, right? I mean, not being able to win the close game. You you said he gets seems to play hard. Outside of that, it, I would say not being able to win a close game is more his identity than having a team play hard. Even that's kind of secondary and. Even if the yep. team plays hard, was it really worth? And then, you know, we said, well, maybe Matt Luke can be the CEO when he hires these coordinators. And Mike McIntyre has seemingly done a, a very good job to turn around an abysmal defense. But, I mean, one out of two isn't getting it done when apparently Rich Rodriguez, I, I, I don't know how much you can blame Luke for hiring him, but it's not really working out uh, at this point. I, I don't know where this team goes from here uh, with this set of coaches. No idea what this roster is going to look like. There are many rumors in the little bit that I've uh, followed Ole Miss football today, being Monday, uh, of potential transfers. Uh, since we last spoke, Grant Tisdale apparently enters the transfer portal. Um, you know, maybe he's not gone, gone. No idea, but at this, it's a very bad sign. He is of the two freshman quarterbacks, the one you would think has more of a ceiling. Plumlee's very fast, but. I don't I don't know how you can improve uh his passing game. Maybe it's possible, but right now as a passer he is extremely lacking. You know, the rumor Matt Corral is gonna enter the transfer portal. Um the the whole thing is just uh is is very strange. You know, maybe they finish the year with a win over New Mexico this weekend, lose to LSU, maybe they go to Starkville, win the egg bowl five and seven, could even get into a five and seven bowl game, no idea. Um, so assuming all that goes their way, I still think a lot of Ole Miss fans, a lot of current players, apparently, uh, and potentially a lot of recruits probably don't have, uh, a really good taste in their mouth about this Luke led team right now. So it's a weird spot, John. I I really don't know, um, what there is to say about it other than, uh, it, it feels like at best the program's in a holding pattern and at worst, it seems to be sliding a little bit. I don't know. I, it certainly doesn't seem to be on an upward trajectory. I think from a roster perspective, it's on, it's moving in the right direction, which the well, other side. Of- I, I hope so, but if you lose two oh. of your three quarterbacks and a wide receiver and who knows what else to transfer, then I, I start to I start to lose a little bit of faith in that. Uh, if you lose a quarterback, that's not a big deal on this roster. Other positions, maybe it's a different conversation. Um it's all big picture, but the thing is, they're not gonna. It doesn't look like they're gonna have an AD in place to do anything with Luke. And frankly, I don't think they have the money to fire him. Well, so, I think you might have a point there, but I want to back up to what you just said. 
you lose a quarterback on this roster, it's not a big deal. So what are they what are they gonna do next year if Corral and Tisdale are gone? They're just gonna run the the wing, uh the 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 single wing or some shit with with uh, Plumley. Is that the plan? Is that what we're hoping for? Either nope. play Robbie Ashford or uh, the wishbone. Sign a JUCO. I guess. I mean, that's yeah. That's uh, that's that's the best case scenario. Hey, it's a long road, long journey back. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, damn. Hey, don't worry. Glenn Boyce has got a plan. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna fix things. Um, should be no worry there. I, I was, uh, at my dad's house and, and he and his wife and Jackson were telling me how, you know, they, they had, they think they hired the right guy for chancellor. So that's good. Um, and, and, you know, I commented on, or they actually brought up how much he was getting paid between Ole Miss and the Ole Miss foundation. And, and they said, well, you can't pay him less than the other chancellors in the state. You know, that wouldn't be fair. So nothing to worry about, John, you got the right guy for the job. And, you know, they, they told me that he was in charge of the he, he was in charge of all the colleges in Mississippi. So being the president of the IHL is is equivalent to uh, running Arizona and st- stuff like that. So I wouldn't worry if I were you. Um, hey, every, everything's in good shape. Holmes Community College, man. What else you need? That's what I said, but they said no. Actually, they said actually he was in charge of all the colleges. So they really educated me on that one. Um, I feel much better now. Bless hearts. Bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. Um, so I, I agree. I feel like Luke is going to stay. I don't think that anyone's going to get rid of him. My question for you is when when is when is Ole Miss going to have an athletic director on a permanent basis, if you had to guess? I have no idea. Are they going to have a process? Are they going to wait around for eight months so they not have a process? I mean, I, I don't know what they're going to do. If I had to guess, <laughs> yes, that would be what it would be. Going like. to be the athletic director. Who's going to be athletic director? At Pickering, is he going to be black? Like, <laughs> well, I think I think the best way to get rid of Luke is to probably promote him and make him the athletic director. I hear he loves Ole Miss enough to be the athletic director. Yeah, it comes from an Ole Miss family, been around Ole Miss his whole life. I mean, I don't, I don't really see what the downside is. Yeah, I mean, what surefire decision? I mean, he's going to keep Bianco. He'll probably run Kermit off, but I'm sure it'll be deserved. Yep, it all makes too much sense. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty I'm pretty uh pretty out on Ole Miss football, but I am excited for Ole Miss basketball, John. Exhibition game underway as we speak against Mississippi College. Don't know what you can take from this. Ole Miss is winning twenty seven to sixteen right now. About three forty eight left in the first half. Really doesn't matter. First real game is Friday. That will be on ESPN plus so we can act or sorry, SEC Network Plus. So we can actually watch that one. Um this game is not streaming anywhere or anything, but I mean, I'm looking forward to that. One thing I heard today that uh, pissed me off, though, John, that maybe we already talked about this. Did you know that uh, when Ole Miss plays Memphis, it's not going to be on any sort of TV or streaming, apparently? What? Yep. It's a, it's a college football Saturday. No TV station is going to carry it, apparently. Are you serious? That's what I was told today. Hopefully, at least it gets streamed somehow or something. But this is what, this is what happens when you play trash teams and trash conferences with trash TV deals. You know, not, you get shafted. Telling me a Penny Hardaway coached game is not going to be. I don't know. That's what that's that's what I've been told. I don't know. Let me let me uh. I mean, I'll, I'll investigate, but I, I mean, I don't know. Can't be. There's there's nothing listed on the Ole Miss basketball schedule. There's no TV listed, only live stats and tune in radio. That's that's the same as you got right now for the uh the Mississippi College game. So that's that's what we're dealing with here. 
Damn, that's interesting. November 23rd at noon. I mean, it makes sense that, uh, you know, it's you can't get on a TV station on a college football Saturday in November, but it's 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 annoying as hell that every SEC volleyball game, you know, every SEC soccer game you can stream, and yet Memphis and what is it, the uh, the American? Is that the conference they're in? Yeah. They can't they, they can't set up a webcam apparently. Uh so yeah, that's that's a little frustrating, but whatever. Um other than that, it looks like just about every other game will be either on TV or streamable. Um yeah, even at Wichita State listed as ESPN two slash ESPNU. So that that looks like the one game that is not gonna be on TV from looking at the old Miss website. So that's exciting. Um yeah, open with Arkansas State Friday night at six PM. I mean, I, I'm just at Kermit Train. That's all. That's all we have left to uh, to hang our hats on, John. There's nothing else to get excited about when it comes to Ole Miss athletics. Really, really, when it comes to anything, I moved to Houston, and I can't even get a World Series win against the fucking Nationals. I mean, how, I, at some point, John, I just have to accept that I'm never going to cheer for a winner. You know what I mean? I mean, things happen, you know. Apparently. Apparently so. Team ever to lose four World Series games in their own building. It's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, it's uh I mean that's that's just what happens when I move to your city, when I become a fan of your team. This is the kind of success you can expect. Oh, first play of the game, Dak Prescott yeah. throws a pick, return yeah. to his own nine. Dear God. I I started Dallas's defense tonight, too. You're killing me. It doesn't matter. I'm up by like sixty points, but still. Jesus Christ, what a start for Dak. Cowboys already lost once this year in that building. Ugh. Wait, so, yeah, that was game one, right? Ooh, that's bad. Yeah, that he did. how do you not see that guy there? All right, sorry. I'm sure our listeners love when we just comment on whatever sport is happening currently while we're watching, but that was pretty funny. Pretty bad yeah. pick. Um, Yeah. I don't know, John. What uh, what else is there to say about the college football this past weekend? We got a big weekend coming up, at least for non-Ole Miss teams. Yeah. So uh, Georgia beat Florida. Do we think Georgia's fixed? I mean, I guess I don't know. Let's. I want to let me look at the rest of their schedule. Is is what I mean? Oh, uh, uh, FSU fire Willie Taggart. That's something. <laughs> It's interesting how that never even thought about working. That's it's. I personally think it's pretty stupid. So I think either now the next guy is going to take three years to get the program back on track, or they're going to use Taggart's recruits, be decent for two years, and then fall off the cliff probably. But hell, I don't know. I I, I think it's dumb to fire a big money coach that was that was trying to change the program in a in a pretty substantial way after what a, a year and a half. I mean, this is only a second season, right? That's uh. I don't know, but I guess when you're Florida State and you're you're you know you think you're a big time program, all that kind of stuff, you can you can make decisions like that. If Ole Miss did that, they would be crucified in the media. But you know, I guess things are different when you're in Tallahassee and you won a national championship with Jimbo. That's all I got on that one. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So Georgia's got Missouri at Auburn. A&M at Georgia Tech. Yeah, I mean, they should be able to go 4-0. At Auburn is interesting, I guess. I mean, really, hosting Missouri is interesting. I don't know. Missouri lost to Vanderbilt, lost to Wyoming, but they've been pretty good in the in their, in their other games. So, 
I'm uh, that, that's going to be an interesting matchup, I think. Yeah, we'll see what happens with the. Can Georgia not screw it up again? Yeah, and I mean, I, I guess Georgia is now after beating Florida. Yeah, so they're they're in prime position to go to Atlanta, right? Even with the South Carolina loss, nobody else is up there. Lose again and still go because they've got because they got a tiebreaker with Florida, and Florida lost to Auburn as well. So Georgia can lose at Auburn and still go. It would be funny if Missouri wins this weekend and then Missouri goes to Atlanta because they only have one East loss and they would have the tiebreaker over Georgia. Lost to Vanderbilt and Kentucky. I don't think so. I think Missouri lo- Missouri has two losses, I thought. Did they lose this past weekend? Uh, I thought they lost two weeks ago. Uh, Wait a second. Wyoming, Vanderbilt, and... Wait, wait, to- wait. Kentucky beat Missouri 29-7? to Yep. Oh my God! What happened there? Big. That's a damn good question. This is what happens in the podcast for a couple weeks, Sean. I miss. I completely miss things like this. Wait. No, so. Ignore- wait a second. How? Okay. So it looks like what they did was. This is Lynn Bowden. Yeah. So they started the watch. So Kentucky is just rolling people with their wide receiver playing quarterback. This is awesome. So yep. Lynn Bowden. Three for seven, 54 yards, and he rushed for 21 times for 204 and two TDs. Just, that's, that is great. Wow. Okay, never mind. Well, Missouri is worse than I thought. Um, I, I was going to give him a pass on losing to Vanderbilt 21 to 14. You know, shit happens, but uh, yikes. Okay. So, yeah, I think Georgia is, is at worst going to lose to Auburn and then go to Atlanta. Um, but that would mean they have no shot at the playoff if they're a two-loss team in Atlanta. Even if they win, they're not going to go to the playoff. They would just keep Alabama or LSU out. Actually, they, actually, maybe the winner of this week's game, LSU-Alabama, they go to Atlanta, they lose to Georgia, and then who's who's in the playoff? The the team that lost to Georgia or the team that lost that the Alabama-LSU game, you know? I think a two-loss Georgia goes to the playoff. Over both of the one-loss West teams? Um, ooh, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It gets That gets really funky. I mean, I think one of the three at least goes, but I don't know how you pick. It's like a round robin. They all own each other. That would get pretty funky. But, I mean, I don't think, I don't think Georgia's going to win in Atlanta. I think Alabama or LSU wins over Georgia and Atlanta. Yeah, I would agree. But, so, but if Georgia wins out, they beat Auburn. Then Atlanta is for a playoff spot for sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, they, they've beat Notre Dame now. They would have won at Auburn. They, they, would have in this, they would have beat Florida. They would have, in this scenario, beat either Alabama or LSU. I mean, that's 100% a playoff resume, even with the South Carolina loss. It doesn't really matter. I mean, Clemson went to the playoff losing to Syracuse. Alabama's been after losing to Ole Miss. So, um, yeah, still, still three teams very much in the playoff hunt from the SEC, and two of them play this weekend. People have been saying the biggest uh, Alabama LSU game since 2011. I mean, that's that's right. Um, is that the last time LSU won as well? That is right. Uh, yes. Hmm. So, what do you think happens this weekend? It's in Tuscaloosa, right? I think LSU wins. I want them to win. I want them to win as well, but I don't. I don't know. It seems like a another really wasn't wasn't 2011 like a low scoring game, like nine six or something. It seems like yeah. something like that potentially 
Really, with all those wide receivers on the field? Listen, this every what one thing I know about SEC games, especially big hype SEC games, is if it's supposed to be a defensive struggle, it'll probably be high scoring. If it's supposed to be high scoring, it'll probably be a defensive game. So we'll see. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if, if both defenses play up and, and both offenses struggle and you end up with a low-scoring game. But, hey, maybe it'll be a shootout. That would be fun. LSU-Alabama, Tua versus Burrow. That, I mean, it, it would be really fun. We'll just have to see. That's uh, that's a CBS game at 2.30, I assume. Tua definitely playing. Well, that's a good question. I assumed when they held him out, what was that, last week, two weeks in a row or something, the, the assumption was that he would play against LSU. Like, that was the reason to do it. I mean, you would think. But. I'm sure he is. I mean, we we can go ahead and, I mean, damn, now I'm worried. What else am I completely missing in my uh, in my SEC radar if I didn't know Missouri uh, lost to Kentucky? But uh, we can go on to the lines of the week, and then we can uh, we can see who's yeah, favorite in that it. game. And that, that might give us some insight into whether or not we think two is playing. But, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it is. Alabama's a six-point favorite. Six-point favorite at home, so they're a three-point favorite. Uh, neutral site, yeah. right? Would be the thinking. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that that if Tua wasn't playing, I don't think I think it would be even or or Alabama minus two or something. Let's see where what it's at. I'm curious. Um. Opened Alabama minus seven. It's down to six and a half and six on some books. Yeah, it's so. minus six on my bookie for reference. So you got it right with me. Yeah, you did. Oh, I thought you were just saying that's what it was. Yeah, as a guess, you did a great job. That's exactly oh, what it get, is. Well, look, yeah. 63 over under. Everybody's betting over. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I think I think the under is going to hit for sure. That's, that's what I think. I think it's a shootout. It'd be fun, but it's LSU Alabama, John. Come on, don't get don't get too carried away with the current teams. These defenses are classic defenses. They got players. Well, no, they're not classic defenses, but they're Alabama and LSU. I don't know. I, I call me crazy. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, uh, but before we go full on the lines, though, uh, let's see. Arkansas yeah. lost to State, right? Are they going to fire Chad Morris after two years? They have to. There was like twenty thousand people at the game. Uh, he's having a really bad year, um, and he, look, they're about to go. He's about to go what zero and sixteen in the SEC first two seasons. Yep. Mm. Oh man, that's that's tough. Yeah, he gave up fifty four points to a state offense that has been not good. Um, let's see what else happened. Tennessee put up thirty on UAB. Everybody wants to hire Bill Clark. I don't know if that dampens that at all. Baylor's still undefeated, huh? Yeah, you think Baylor's gonna lose to uh to Texas? Um, it's a good question. I could see that. I could see that happening. So Liberty beat the crap out of UMass. That was on Nesson on Saturday. I mean, who? What is that? What does that really tell you? It tells me that UMass might uh that Army minus thirty four and a half against UMass might be the lock of the week. Oh, okay. All right, you're right. I, I'm not seeing any other scores, so let's go on to the – let's look at the MyBookie lines of the week. Sponsored by MyBookie. Sponsored by uh, by Manscaped. That's our new sponsor, John. we got a ball trimmer on the show. Wait. Yeah, pretty cool. Um. All right, so – I wish Matt Luke had some balls to trim. Oh, there it is. Uh, Looking through these lines – 
How's Washington doing this season? They're they're minus ten versus Oregon State. Five and four now. Five and four. Hmm. Yeah. After being in the playoff last year. Did they make the, no the just the Rose Bowl? Oh, was that? Oh, they never did make the playoff, or they did two years ago. They did that one year. Like they did that years. one year. Okay, okay. I was getting them confused. All right, Clemson minus thirty three at NC State. Dave Doran, almost the coach of Ole Miss. Um, not he's not having a great season, is he? I don't think he is. Oh, he's not. Hmm. Wonder if they fire him. Looks like he just lost. What was that to Wake Forest, forty four to ten? Ouch. Lost. He let Boston College score forty five. He lost to Florida State. Oh, this is a this is a brutal result here. Interesting. All right, so that's probably fairly safe. Clemson minus thirty three. If we want to go the favorites route, um, Florida State plus two at BC with an interim coach. Don't yeah. know, don't know what to think about that. That is interesting to say the least. I would not stay away from that game. I think BC probably covers. I mean, they scored forty five on a. At it, I would assume Florida State just tanks and BC smokes them. That'd yeah, be my guess. That's my guess as well. Um, moving along here. So Miami minus six hosting Louisville six and a half. I mean, so losing to Miami was the reason Tiger got canned, right? Yeah, Miami seems to be playing better. Maybe they make sense in that spot. I have no idea. I just thought it was notable since that's uh that's how Tiger got fired. But was it like a blowout? Was it what what was so bad about the the Miami loss? I don't know. He just been shit all year. That's true. I think I think maybe it was a it was a let's see, it was a no they won twenty seven to ten I mean it's not that bad but yeah I guess I just decided it was time. Um, don't ask me to explain the uh, the machinations of Florida State boosters. Uh, Notre Dame minus eight at Duke. Notre Dame just have the one loss. Two Michigan beat the shit out of them. Oh that's right. Okay yeah I don't like that then I I, I want to stay away from that. Ohio State minus forty three hosting Maryland. I know you like betting on Ohio State to cover, but that forty three is a point. lot. That's a lot of points, man. Yeah, that is. Uh, let's see. Maryland football. They gave up forty to Purdue. They lost Indiana thirty four twenty eight. They gave up fifty two to Minnesota. So Minnesota would have covered a forty two point spread. They gave up thirty-eight to Shea. I don't know. I don't know that they. They. I'm not going to bet on it, but they might cover forty-three. They I let, think they cover the forty-three. They let Michigan that. win thirty-eight to seven. I mean, damn. And Ohio State is a lot better than Michigan. Yeah, that is. Uh, oh, that's rough. Um, okay. Penn State at Minnesota is not bad for 11 a.m. game, right? Penn State minus seven. Actually kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. they've both been decent, right? They're both ranked. Um, Andy Florida, goes to the swamp. Yeah, Florida minus 25. That seems a little high for a Florida team that can get in their own way at times. Yeah, Purdue at Northwestern. Pick them over under is down to 40 and a half on a book. That Ooh. is an ugly football game. Yeah, that's uh, that's not good football. Um, let's see, Liberty at BYU, the Jesus versus Jesus, the Western Bowl. 
Yeah, who's yeah? South Park said the Mormons are the chosen people, and and this game, yeah, I think they are. BYU minus seventeen. Yeah. Uh, Baylor hey, minus two and a half. Yeah. Small favorite over TCU. Interesting. I bet a lot of people are going to be betting on Baylor in this game. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. TCU has a shot, I'd say. Uh, who's the best team that Baylor has beaten? I don't know. Let's see. They just beat a pretty bad West Virginia team. Oh, they beat Kansas State thirty-one to twelve in the in uh in Oct- on October fifth. But I don't. I mean, that's that's actually a good win. Kansas State's been been good. They beat State. They beat Oklahoma. Um, so that's a good win. Other than that, it's pretty uninspired. Looking at this slate, beat Texas Tech in overtime. Beat Iowa State by two. Beat Rice by eight. I mean, that I I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna stay in the the lofty. So they have at TCU, then Oklahoma, and then Texas. I mean, they could they could lose the next three after starting. What are they now? Eight and zero. Yeah. I mean, they definitely could. That's that's interesting to see how that all plays out. Uh, Ole Miss, of course, opens next season with Baylor here in Houston. Uh, if you you're welcome to come to Houston, anyone listening to this, and you can at least ride the train with me to the game from my apartment. I can't guarantee anything more than that based on who you are, but I will, on a case-by-case basis, determine, um, you know, if you can park here or stay here, hang out with me, all those things. But we can at least ride the train together is my point. It's it's very easy to get to NRG from here, so everybody is welcome. Uh, back to the lines, John. LSU at Alabama, already discussed this one, Alabama minus six. I mean, I think the safe bet, right, or the bet that they, that people are going to be saying should be taken is LSU plus six, right? Yeah, I think that was where the money will fall. If it was plus seven, you're probably really safe with that. Plus six still, it's, it's a three-point game, I would say. I think plus six is a good bet. Ole Miss minus 28 and a half. Uh, hosting New Mexico State, do not care. At all, not even gonna dignify it. Arkansas only being a two and a half point favorite. I was about to comment on that. I mean, surely they win this game, right? They need it, but Western Kentucky is probably better than some of the teams that have beaten Arkansas this season. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma minus thirteen and a half hosting Iowa State. Uh, what did Oklahoma play this past week after losing the week before? I don't think they had a buy. Had a buy. So, yeah, they should come out and beat Iowa State soundly, I would guess. Um, Bill Clark, six-point dog at Southern Miss. No idea how Southern Miss has been this season. I have not, have not seen a single score. <laughs> Tennessee at Kentucky. Tennessee minus one. Definitely give me Kentucky in this game. Come on. Uh, Tennessee's played better lately. Yeah, but did you miss the part where uh, Kentucky is killing people with the wide receiver playing the Wildcat? I'm not going to bet against that. I mean, Jeremy Pruitt, you can't lose to a wide receiver quarterback. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what Missouri thought too. I'm sure that's what. Uh, but who did Kentucky beat? Kentucky beat somebody else as well. That was that was funny. South Carolina, right? I'm pretty sure they beat South Carolina. Uh, yeah, they beat South Carolina. Oh no, they lost. South Carolina. They beat Arkansas, 24 to 20, with the wide receiver. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's it's a pick 'em. I'm gonna take Kentucky at home, but sure, it could go the other way. 
Texas minus six and a half hosting Kansas State. I like Kansas State on that one. They can cover that. Um, but haven't watched Texas games since the LSU game, so I don't really know how they've been. Uh, what do they have? Two losses, John? Do you know? Three? Who? Uh, Texas. Uh, three now. TCU. Oh, right. Oklahoma, LSU. And they're still a six and a half point favorite over Kansas State. Hmm. Yeah. I don't see a line I love this week. No, I mean, we're going to have to stretch or take a big favorite or something here. There's only one thing you do when you have doubt this year. Lay them with Ohio State. You're, you're gonna lay the are you gonna lay the forty three, John? Yeah, I'm gonna lay the forty three. I think the back <laughs> action. Oh, that is great! All right, that's in uh, that's an eleven a.m. game. Is that right? It's uh, high noon in uh, Ohio Stadium. Oh hell yeah! Okay, I'm so happy you're taking that line. Um, you know, I'm tempted to go oh, Clemson. Oh, what book you have it at? Uh, forty three. Forty three. Ohio State minus forty three. <laughs> oh, that is wonderful. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, give me. It's gonna come down to the second string defense. That's what's gonna come. Down <laughs> yeah, to. absolutely. That's for day. That's how bad the board is. Though I don't like anything else. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I might change it here. Uh, it oh, isn't. it's so <laughs> funny though. It's so great. Um, I'm gonna take. I mean, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm going to take Kentucky it. plus one just because of the, the, the wide receiver thing. Interesting. I would go the other way. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, I believe, uh, I believe in the wildcat. Part of me wants to take Boston college. Part of me says that Florida state, maybe they try now. I, I have no idea. Yeah, That's a weird one. That's a, that's a pretty funky line. Um, it's, it's like, it's like concerningly small. I mean, I think the actual safe bet on the board is Clemson minus thirty-three. I just don't feel like it. Who they? Who they have at NC State? Ugh. They could sleepwalk. Michigan State is fourteen and a half over Illinois. What the hell? I don't, I don't even see that one. I'm, maybe I scrolled past it or something. Not a real line. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's on my bookie. Wait, is it earlier in the? Hold it's on. on. Vegas Insider. Oh, it is. That it's here. Yeah, minus fourteen and a half. I don't know. I don't know how I missed that one. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think I'd also maybe would take uh, BYU. BYU, you know, I think, is a good yeah, bet. Yeah, I was about to say because well, BYU is a decent team. Yeah, I know, and and Liberty is bad. BYU minus seventeen, I think, is. All right, I'm changing it. Changing fairly it. safe. Okay. They have seventeen. Yep. Forty-three is just too damn many. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna change mine. LSU plus six. I I think Alabama pr- probably wins, but I think six is a lot. So I'm taking LSU plus six. Why not? Like 38-34 game, or do you think it's like a twenty-one seventeen? I don't know. Game? I think it's one of the two, though. I think I think six is is too big. LSU plus six in Tuscaloosa. Yep. Why not? You- and Orgeron wins this game. He's like consensus number one team in the country after going yeah. 10-20. Yeah, he's got to he's got to be right. I mean, who else could you possibly vote for if they if they win at Tuscaloosa? I don't know who you could. Yeah, I don't know. That, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah. All right, so those are your locks of the week. You're taking BYU minus seventeen. 
Yeah, BYU minus 17 versus Liberty, and you have LSU plus plus six versus Alabama. Yep, yep, yep. May as well at least put it on a game. I'm probably going to be paying attention to you. And I got Keith. And I'll take the Keith Carter money line on the AD. Take Keith, yeah, I, th- I well, I think Keith Carter is like uh, like minus two hundred or something. I think he's definitely the favorite. But I don't yeah. know. I don't know who else. Maybe the give me the the Under Armour guy or something. Walker Jones. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, Seahawks Forty ers is Monday Night Football next week. It's yeah, a it's, it's a good game. Um, you know what I was saying the other day in an AD discussion. I was saying they need to hire that guy from Dallas. That got AK fired because apparently that guy's a genius. Oh, Hunter Carpenter. Yeah. Hell, I mean, best decision Ole Miss has made in five, ten years. Yeah, actually, he is kind of a genius. I'm yeah, sure. he he doesn't get his due. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. All right. Um. All right. Let's check while we're here. Let's see what's going on with uh that exhibition game I guess one weird thing was that uh Hadim C did not get the start don't really know what to make of that um it's an exhibition game it doesn't really matter but uh I think people definitely assumed after he transferred or came from Juco or whatever that he was uh, a surefire starter at the five so that's interesting Ole Miss is winning 37 to 19 in the second half pretty comfortable let's see if we can see some scoring stats here uh uh, this the the not very okay. Here we go. Um, looks like ooh, KJ Buffin nineteen points. You love to see that. Uh, C has two points. Tyree has five points. Rodriguez and Hunter have four and five points. So, oh, it's good good for KJ Buffin. He could he could have a really huge year actually after after being very good as a freshman. He he could have a big year. There's a lot. Of, this is going to be an interesting team. It may need a little bit of time to come together, but sure. You no, know, Kurt. You know, Andy Kennedy's teams always took forever to get going. I want to see if Kermit's the same way. Ho- hopefully, they can stay a little bit on track, a little bit faster. But yeah, um, the, but the thing is, there's a lot of depth, a lot of uh, pieces for Kermit to play with, and I mean, he he has the the best recruiting class in school history. Uh, you know, his first year with the with the class, so that's a good start. We'll uh, we'll see what he can do with them, but I'm excited for sure. To watch them come Friday. Uh, brief NFL discussion, John. Patriots look like shit against a very good Ravens team last night. What are your thoughts? Uh, they need to lose the game. You really, the think of- they're, you really think they're that good? I mean, everybody's talking about how soft their schedule is up till now. Uh, I mean, they're pretty good, I think. What's their, what's their biggest strength? Is it Brady? Defense. I know they played like, played like crap last night. But you still think it's defense? Yeah. Good defensive team. Yeah, that's true. I just I don't know what their identity really is on offense. I guess that's always been the thing with them. It's pretty fucked up right now. It does seem weird. I mean, they got Antonio Brown for like how long? Like uh, a week, One two game. weeks. They cut Josh Gordon. Uh, Muhammad Sanu looked pretty good last night. I'll give him that. I mean, that's that's an interesting little wrinkle. Be getting better, man. It is kind of it's kind of a mess on offense right now. Yeah, I, I told you earlier in the year, John. I told you I like the Ravens. They're really fun to watch. Lamar is Lamar is the most exciting player in football right now, in my opinion. He's pretty good. Yeah, he he he's makes something out of it's like it's like watching Johnny football at uh, at A and M. Sometimes the <laughs> way he he runs and jukes people, like just jukes defensive uh, linemen, just like out of their shoes deep in the backfield. It's funny. 
he might even be able to make old Rich Rod scheme work. He's that good. Yeah, he's good enough. I I wouldn't put it past him. But I don't I don't know. That's kind of a tall task, John. I don't know if we can actually really expect that out of anybody. Um. All right. Well, I don't know what else. What else we got to discuss this week, John? I feel like we touched on everything in a pretty rapid fire that- fashion here. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, hopefully, uh, you'll you'll stay safe up there. Stay warm. Don't uh, look it. Got one question for you. You got a question for me? Okay. How many butts and seats in the vault on Saturday? New Mexico State. It's what? It's a three p.m. Central kickoff. Going opposite LSU Alabama. And we're we're doing real attendance or announced attendance? I I can give you both actually. Butts and seats. I'd say real attendance. Thirty-six thousand. Is that high? You think there's going to be over thirty thousand people in the building to watch that? That's about half the stadium. You, you, what are you, you putting in the twenties? That's pretty bullish. I heard people guessing the teens. No, I mean I think that's an overreaction. I think people still. You got to remember how many people have spent money not only on tickets but also on their Grove setup. There, there are still fans and parents of current students and people that make plans to travel to games they're going to go no matter what yep i i mean i would go as i'd say the lowest i would go it is a very unappealing game would probably be like 30 32,000 and that's that's peak right we're we're saying peak in the fourth quarter there's going to be like 10 15,000 people there all right fair but but i i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm overestimating still i I, I think generally that, that uh, people underestimate turnout, but it is late in the season. I think there's not going to be anybody that's deciding like on a whim to go to this game. There's not even even it's it's no Arkansas or Vanderbilt even from a, you know an appealing aspect. There's no SEC or anything. So yeah, maybe maybe I am high. Maybe it's maybe it's in the twenties. I don't know, but I don't think it's under twenty. I think that's probably an overreaction. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure how much of it I'll watch. We'll see. I really couldn't care less about this game. Yeah, I, I'm not excited to see Plumley and Ely run for like a combined 300 yards against a, a hapless team. I mean, hell, who cares? It doesn't matter. That 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 proves nothing. I think we're well beyond that. Yeah, it's a complete waste of time at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Well. Give my love to Austin this weekend. Hope you have a great time. Hope your trip is smooth. Smoother than uh, our trip was flying back from Jackson yesterday. Delayed for four hours for some unknown reason on a, a oh. very quick Jackson to Houston flight. The old United special. Yeah. Um, so that was that was good. Uh, but yeah, hopefully your trip will be much smoother. I know you got to get down there and uh, and get, a, get a, a suit fitted, right? So you got important things on your plate. Uh, we're getting it done here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I guess uh, you know uh, the the decision makers heard heard you complaining on the podcast. Yeah. Hey, that's that's uh that's the beauty of having the kind of platform that we have, John. We can we can get shit done. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. right. All right. Well, have a great rest of the week, man. Uh, glad to be back with you after a couple of weeks off here. You know, Ole Miss took the last couple of weeks off as well, so nothing to worry about. I don't think on our front. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.